Hello. Hello. Welcome back to. That's, that's a that on that. that. Oh, that was beautiful. That was kind of pretty. <laughs> wow. That's out. And that's Aaron. And we're free to do it. Thanks for joining us for another week of some rambling, debauchery, stuff, scandals, stuff. the dirt, the guts. We do have some things to talk about this week, as as we should, because we put on headphones and sat in front of these microphones, and so we planned ahead, because we're courteous about your time. You're welcome. You're welcome. How's your week been? Um. Yeah, we don't have to talk about. I know. I talk like that. It's, I was talking to somebody. No, I saw it on Facebook, and then I was talking to somebody about it, and I was like. <laughs> Every day feels like Groundhog Day right now. I'm uh-huh. just like getting up, going to work, getting up, going to work, uh-huh. coming home. And then the weekend happens and somebody posted on Facebook something like, right now the weekend feels like a 30 minute break at like a lunch break at work. And I was like, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like in the break room. Yeah. It's sad. And you really don't get, to, it's not, it's not around for too long. And then you just go right back to work. Yeah. The break room <laughs> at my grocery store job, they were always watching Pawn Stars. It was on really? all the time. Okay. Yes. Except one time I was there and I, during my three breaks, it was an eight hour shift, two fifteens and a half hour. <sighs> Baby, grocery stores. Yeah, wow. I'm I working in the lovely. wrong place. Full hour. The 15s, I don't know, were paid. For an eight hour shift, you got a full hour break? Split into three breaks. I know, but still. I know. I know. Hanford, hey, Man. work for them. Okay. But the breaks were not fun. But one time around <laughs> Christmas, I did get to see like really fun, good parts of Home Alone throughout the day. <laughs> Because they were playing like for 24 hours. And so I got to see like all the good parts without sitting through the whole movie. Nice. You know? Um, When I, I, between, uh, we're going back to school for my associates after my, um, oh my gosh, my intern externship. Wow. That Mm -hmm. none of the words came out. I did. Um, I worked at Bloomingdale's for like two or three months oh, right. in the kitchen and um, they are very strict on taking breaks. So every single day at 11 a.m., even though I'd only been there for two hours, they're like, take a break, half an hour. I was like, okay. I and I got to eat whatever the heck I wanted. And I would sit in the break room with my toasted corn muffin and watch The Real. You got to pick whatever you wanted. And I got a toasted and corn you got muffin. A toasted corn they were muffin. delicious. Well, okay. I believe it. With here's, some butter. Mm. Okay, here's the thing, though. We uh-huh. had a panini press. Yeah. And we toasted everything on that fucking thing. Uh-huh. Sorry for the profanity. <laughs> um, so we would take melted butter, squirt it all over the panini Don't press. squirt it. Cut this <laughs> corn muffin in half uh-huh. and put it on the panini press yeah, and baby. press it. And it got crusty on the outside yeah and i would eat that with butter more butter because i was trash i'm picturing one of those like corn toaster cakes do you know what i'm talking about yeah but it wasn't it It wasn't like full out muffin full out muffin (laughs) like i had to peel the paper off everything it was that's definitely on the short list for titles of the episode by the way (laughs) full out muffin (laughs) corn edition yeah yeah so yeah i would watch the reel which is like with um, Adrian, Adrian Bailon and yeah. like uh, I think Raven Simone was on it at one Simone, point. Yay. Sorry, <laughs> and a bunch of other people that I'm like, why are the these people in a room with each other talking about nothing? But I watched it every. Day. I know. Well, it's like a hip young version of The View, and I was just it talking was. to my mom. I was like, what? she was like, do we people even watch that anymore? I was like, I don't think so. It's problematic. It's. I mean, I mean, uh, you have Megan McCain a platform, and that's what she does. <laughs> you know. Anyway, yeah. Let's talk about some other things you've been watching because you ain't been watching the real. No, unfortunately, not the view. I miss it. I know. I miss it. I know. Welcome to the real recap podcast. (laughs) We're recapping 
old episodes of no absolutely i miss it i do i used to watch it all the time anyway um you've been watching some cinema some film so it turns out that my boyfriend i had no idea unbeknownst Mm -hmm. to me is like a movie buff Mm -hmm. i found this out maybe like half a year into our relationship i was like oh i had no idea this is andrew boyfriend of the pod andrew he's dating both of us that means (laughs) thank you he really is um (laughs) no he's not he isn't here to set up the equipment i know and i was like oh boy it's up to us (laughs) um Anyway, he's been, since quarantine started, he's been making me watch a ton of movies. Mm-hmm. Some of them against my will. I'll mm-hmm. be honest. Or he's like, do you want to watch this movie with me? And I'm like, okay. And some of them I'm like, I really like this. And most mm-hmm. of them I'm like, I hate this. Yeah. And I just sit through it because I'm like, I love you. And I will watch this movie with yeah, you. Because I know. Because I want to put up with it. Uh, some of them, including we watched the entirety of Amadeus, which was good. I ended up really okay. liking that. But it's, okay. it's three hours long. I was just worried he was going to be like, Back to the Future is the best movie ever. Well, that's on the list of things to watch. I'll be honest. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he's he's big into those types of movies where it's like these are renowned movies where they've cr- critically acclaimed and they've won awards and things like that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Personally, here's my problem. Mm-hmm. I'm the type of person who hates transparent acting if you can tell the person's acting i'm like i don't want to i don't want to right i hate movies that are like taking themselves too seriously where it's like i'm trying real hard to be a movie i'm like i don't care right they're like we want an oscar so bad yeah i don't we're gonna care. do anything to get an oscar i don't care for those yeah. films i i like marvel movies make me gag i'm like i don't care i know i, don't care. I know which is why we're gonna talk a little bit about wandavision later i was like i can't believe i like this because <laughs> i don't like any of those yeah at okay. all i'll be interested to hear yeah, about yeah, it yeah. um Anyway, he this past week he made me watch two films, uh-huh. and both of them I was like, I didn't like that, and they were two. <laughs> I don't like it. Two films that are very well known, okay. very well known films. Do you um, want to give me hints and see if I can oh, guess them? <laughs> okay, this first film stars Christian Bale, and um, it's from the early two thousands, and it's probably his biggest role that he's ever. Is, had. Is he Batman at the time? No, wasn't Batman oh. yet. Oh, okay. Batman. And this isn't. It's not American Psycho. It is American Psycho. Did you not like it? I didn't like it. Oh. I was like, what did I just fucking watch? Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy because then you get to the end and they're like, actually, fuck you the whole time. Yeah. So <laughs> I get it. And the whole time I was like, okay. And I even said it to him. I was uh-huh. like, it, none of this is real, is it? And he was like, all right, you got it. I was like, I, some of these movies are just too easy for yeah. me. <laughs> I'm like, this is, he's, none of this is really happening, is it? He, he yeah. just kind of. He was like, wow, well, once he that. like, he's like, oh, spoiler alert for a movie that came out like 20 years ago. Oh, no, shut I up. know, I'm making fun of people that are like, <laughs> I haven't seen it. You've had so much time. <laughs> so much time. Plus, I'll tell you, it's it's all right. All right. Yeah. This movie is what, 20, 20, 21 years old now? I don't know. Something I thought like it that? would be before the, the 2000s, but I don't know. I think it was like the early 2000s it came out. Yeah. Um, I, for me, it was one of those movies that took itself way too seriously, which I think people would argue with me about because it does, it's, it's very much like it, it's, it's, it adds to the culture of like the movie of everybody taking themselves too seriously. Yes. And I think that's the point. That's one of the points of the films. Um, what I didn't like also was this is just a personal thing. I know way too many people that say that that's their favorite film freaking movie and i'm like oh, for why i know i understand and we are watching it and i'm this is my problem i'm mm-hmm. so 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 tired of movies with male main characters white straight mm-hmm. male main characters that are tortured for some reason right and they need to figure something out and right they're owed things so i mean this character is intentionally like that 
for a reason. He's meant to be scum. We know mm-hmm. that. He's meant to be trash and garbage. What What did you say? So it's based off a book. Yes, that I understood too. It's written by this um, very like, he's famous now for kind of being like a gay conservative. Oh, interesting. And so that's always kind of like painted the book and the movie for me in oh. like a weird kind of like, I think it's meant to kind of be poking fun at that whole class of people. But it does still kind of spend a lot of time glorifying it and, like, Mm -hmm. making it seem like, oh, I do want that, you know? Sure. Um, But, yeah, it's not a movie that's respectful to women. No. (laughs) It's not a film that's respectful to uh, anyone who's not a pretty white person. I think that's my problem is that I'm just so tired of consuming media that glorifies men and just shits all over women. I think I'm just like, I don't have time for this anymore. Like I don't need to be consuming this media. Like we're in a different era now. It's 2021. Tunes into game grumps for 25 hours straight. (laughs) I have stopped watching stuff like that. You know, I do love them, but (laughs) it's gotten to the point where it's like that kind of stuff. I'm just like, I am so tired of consuming this kind of stuff. Like I really am. So um, there's a second movie, and it's funny that you brought up it doesn't paint women in a nice light because take a stab at what the second movie is. Okay, I'll I'll put you this one, okay? The cast is enormous. Like, pretty much anyone who is an actor was in this film. Okay. It's not one of those, like, holiday movies, right? Okay. Because, like, Um, New Year's Eve can, like, actually go away forever. It takes place in the 1970s, but it came out in the 90s, which seems to be an on-brand thing. Um, it stars, what's his name? God damn it. I've never heard of his him. name. Um, ah, shoot. I'm forgetting his name right now. Anyway, uh, John C. Riley is in it. I think it's one of his first films. Huh. If that helps at all. No, I'm not. I have no idea. Okay. It's Boogie Nights. Okay. I haven't, um, I haven't seen Boogie Nights in a long, Good. long time. <laughs> and I don't remember mostly any of it other than, uh, Mark Wahlberg's fake wiener. Mark Wahlberg. Yes, that's who it was. I mean, I don't know what version you watched. I I, I don't know if they show the fake wiener anymore. Well, here's the thing. We got through the first hour of it, and I was like, he was like, how you doing? And I was like, I don't like it. Yeah. He's Mark Wahlberg. (laughs) Turn it off. Yeah. Because... Ugh, like he was like, oh, it's it's kind of funny and it's a sexy film, and I was like, sure, why not? We like both of those things. We do. It was neither of those. No, she said she was nothing of the sort. Oh, my God. Um, I was like, when is this funny? When does this get funny? Is it the awkward humor from John C. Riley? Because that's the only part that's made me laugh so far. The yeah. rest of it, I'm like, boo, boring. Ew, I hate it. Um, yeah, it was just like it didn't pass any of the tests it was supposed to. Like, mm-hmm. what's the what's the feminist? The right, oh, I, you know, I don't remember. I do remember that that test, like a movie like Legally Blonde did very well. Yes. And people, you like, wouldn't expect it to. But like the whole plot is about like her being a woman bettering herself. Right. Exactly. And this one was like any woman that spoke to a man eventually like had sex with them. It was just like <laughs> I was so tired of that. Yeah. And I was like, you really thought I was going to like this? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I know. There's a couple other movies. Like I've gone back to rewatch Office Space. I feel like maybe I brought that up on the show that before. That has not aged not good anymore no. um yeah i watched it uh like in 2011 i was very 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 worried that when you came to me with these two movies <laughs> that one of them was gonna be the goonies no I and i was seen that. okay i think you should <laughs> i think that one really holds up as like a family adventure movie okay it was like pg-13 and at the time it was like 
I don't know. When I watched it as a kid, I was like, this is edgy. This is a grown-up movie. And now as a grown-up, I'm like, this is for babies, but it's really funny. Okay, yeah. For the most part, those types of movies I'm fine with. It's it's really these like tortured male yeah. main character movies that I'm like, throw it out. Throw it I away know. in the outside garbage. I think that we brought up, it might have been on the last podcast, or I might have just, this might be not with you at all. Yeah. He made me watch uh, Rushmore. Oh, you definitely told me about this at some point. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, which is a Wes An- one of Wes Anderson's first films. Yeah. And the whole time he was like, this is one of my favorite Wes Anderson films. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. And so I'm watching it and I'm going, I hate this movie. Yeah. I hate it. And it's just about, um, it's a, what's his name? Uh, Jason Schwartzman. Yes. I, I had three more people lined up. I've never <laughs> seen Rushmore. I just know that if it's Wes Anderson, Jason Schwart- you Schwartzman's got it right the guest. Yeah, yeah, he was the main character. It was either him or Bill Murray. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And he's like a baby in it. He's like infantile. And yeah. it's just him at the school, and he falls in love with this preschool teacher who's a woman. And the whole time he feels like owed her attention and love. And uh, he does anything to... I was like, boo, move on. Yeah, it's Boring. very these like... These stories of like, at the time, no one could see it or nobody really talked about it. But like, it's just about male entitlement. Yes, exactly. And I'm like, I don't, I see this every day as a woman. I yeah. don't want to have to be reminded also yeah. watching a film that this is this what is we This is why you in. have all these fedora wearing neck beards. I know. That and like, I, are like, I, I deserve woman. Right. It's like, you don't deserve shit. And I think, <laughs> I think that I've kind of like, I think I've Im- parted some of that wisdom onto Andrew because he's getting to the point where he's like, I'm watching this now and I, I don't like it <laughs> it's either. It's cringy. Yeah, we're, yeah, we watched uh, Rushmore and at the end he was like, you know, I remember that being a lot different like a few years ago. Yeah. But now I'm looking at it a different light and it's kind of changed. It's not the same. And I'm like, yeah, I, I mean, things age poorly. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So and these were a few films that I was just like, I don't care for them. I'm sorry. If it's your mm-hmm. favorite film listening out there, Forgive me. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm really picky about movies. I yeah. also, I have, ter- I think I have terrible taste in movies, personally. My what? favorite. Yeah, tell me your favorite, like, your favorite three movies or two movies. Sure. My top three, uh, top, I have two favorite films, okay? They're both lame, and I'm sorry. I, 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 I apologize for them. completely don't want to hear it. <laughs> so, her, first one is Her. That movie makes me cry with it. Um, it's uh, Spike Jones. The um, AI? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, with Scarlett Johansson? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is funny because... That's a good movie, It's a though. good movie, but it very much almost like feeds into that whole like male... He doesn't feel entitled to her, though. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why it's like a genuine, like painful thing that this, these, two, these two people go yeah. through. Um, I felt very similarly about that movie that I did to um, Lars and the Real Girl. Did you ever see that? I don't know that, that one. Mm-hmm. It's um, Ryan... Oh, my God. No. Is it Ryan? Ryan what? Seacrest. No. <laughs> No, Goslin. Oh, okay. Gosling? Sure. Uh huh. Gosling. I don't know. Sure. And he falls in love with a like a sex doll, but he's oh. like, really in love with her. Wait, yes, I have heard of this film. And he like loves okay. her to death, and like he's there's you know he's dealing with his stuff, but it's like it's a beautiful movie. Okay, and I, I kind of want to see it. I felt it now. similarly about her. It was it was good. Yeah, her is one of my favorites. I wa- some I watch that movie when I'm like not feeling great. Oh. You know, like I'm like mm-hmm. I'm sad. I want to watch. And then the other one is the Royal Tannenbaums. Oh, okay. Because, not for anything, but the female characters in that movie are badasses. That's one of those movies that I have never seen that everybody tells me I need to. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. I you know. should watch it. Where can I watch it? Um, I think it's on Amazon Prime. Well, I, I have that. You do? I sure do. Okay, I think it is. Cool. Um, 
It's I watched it. I've watched it too many times. I think yeah. I've watched it three times this year. Okay, I'll definitely because that's one of those things that everybody's like, it's such a good movie. Gwyneth and I've never Paltrow. Seen it. Yeah, I love her. Her and anything. I'm like, yes. Did you see the CDC is like, you need to cool it. Gwen. Excuse you. Gwenny. She could do whatever she wants. She's like, you can fix COVID with kombucha and okay, well, um and kimchi. No, she, well, she has to stop. And saying I was that. like, you can get gas with both those things. <laughs> I don't think gas fixes. Reminds COVID. me of a uh, Jilly Juice. You heard about that? Oh, woman I on Dr. love Phil. Jilly Juice. <laughs> oh my on Dr. god. Dr. Phil, that's like drink my salty she cabbage water. Is and she's like, I have known people that um they have lost a limb. And it has grown back from drinking jelly juice. <laughs> and Dr. Phil was like, don't you think that if there was people that grew their limbs back, they'd be like, hey, guess what? I grew a limb back. And she's like, no, they'd want to hide. The world's not ready. The world's not ready for that. I, I pray for her sometimes. I think we should get a, a Dr. Jill origin story where we find out how she grew up. I've watched her YouTube videos just out of curiosity because oh she goes on like rants about yeah. how she's like defending her views. And I'm like, girl, she is banana sandwiches she's a case study I'm i know like, i know fascinated. she is she was invented for dr phil sure like yeah. she's bred for it it almost seems like i'm like she has to be making this up for publicity yeah and i'm like she's not. yeah no that's i genuinely crazy. think she believes it she should be making it up for publicity because that's what it's getting her yeah <laughs> but exactly. no she just genuinely believes her salty cabbage liquid is gonna save the world yeah and it's just like killing people <laughs> yeah you should not be consuming that much salt no no it's terribly bad for you look up doc look up jelly juice yeah if, if you're, you're interested ever, yeah it's worth it um or a giggle anyway we talked enough about my movies yeah it seems like you have some movies you want okay to talk about. yeah so this is kind of like i've seen the twitter verse kind of like erupt over this when the trailer dropped my brother and his girlfriend in particular his fiance were very adamant against it oh just making gosh. fun of it um the the origin story for cruella deville yes. is coming out yeah and people are I've seen mixed reviews. I follow a lot of different people on Twitter, right? So, like, all my, like, gay friends and drag queens I follow were like, this looks great. I love it. Yes, work. Of course. Everybody else is kind of like, yo, she murdered dogs. <laughs> like, she just murdered them Don't forget for clothes. her origins. That's where yeah. she came from. Yeah, and she drived a car all scary. <laughs> and I do like her hair, though. We're going to keep letting Emma Stone be British. <sighs> we're just never going to stop her. Isn't there... Someone else? Anyone else? There's almost anyone realize, else. I didn't realize it was Emma Stone. It's Emma Stone. Why? That's a Emma weird Stone. choice. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Okay. Odd. And so that's kind of like spawned this whole... And then... So I'm watching um, WandaVision. Okay. Along with a ton of other people. And it's a lot of like origin-y type stories of these superheroes. And I don't really pick up on those. I like it because it's like pretend TV and it's really like spooky and creepy. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, we love that. But why... Are we at the point where we are only interested in people we already know <laughs> and we're not going to create any new characters. I think I think it's fair to say that right now in the pandemic we we need some comfort and like new things are That's scary. very true. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> but yeah, I, I see what you're saying there. Um I I think it's just easy to sell to people, you know, like you're familiar yeah. with this. You know this story. Right. You know, it's like why when I'm feeling down, when you're feeling down, as you just said, we just watch things we already know every beat and word to. Yeah. And that's definitely. Yeah. That's because then you look up sure. and two hours is gone. I mean, you know? I watched I watched The Office four times all the way through. Oh, I there mean, ain't no reason to be doing yeah. that. I think I'm going to do Parks and Rec again. Yeah. I just did that I'm recently. I'm in love with that show. It was the beginning of the pandemic. Um, So I was kind of thinking I saw this uh, person on Twitter uh, create this really funny poster that was in the style of the Cruella DeVille poster uh -huh. and it was like Potts it was Mrs. Potts oh my and like God. she had like a bad upbringing 
right? Help her. I know, and I want to know her backstory. Is it is it voiced by? Um, oh yeah, who would voice Mrs. Potts in the gritty uh, the gritty well, underbelly story? Well, it can story? only be Angela, Angela Lansbury. Lansbury. Yes, yeah. and she's like swearing. <laughs> she's like, I didn't come all this way to not pour some fucking tea. It's something like, you know, I don't know what she'd say. She'd but say that. She'd say that probably, and she's got a gun in her hand. She's like, listen, <laughs> you know how it goes. Okay, so judging by your reaction, I think you're gonna like this this this. Uh, oh my god, what's on my phone? I think you're going to enjoy this game I created today. Oh, my gosh. Um, it's called Boot a Reboot. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I'm going to read you a synopsis of a of a, of a a new movie that I'm pitching okay. based on a character you already know. Uh-huh. And I want you to like tell me what you think about it. Boot it or reboot it. Are we going to reboot it or okay. are we going to kick it to the boot? You I know? love this. Okay. I love this. Bob um, is here to join. The first, uh, the first movie I have is... Um, it's Bowser's origin story in oh, which you no. find out that he hates the Mario Bros because a shifty plumber he hired stripped his entire home of com- of all the copper wiring and he <sighs> promised revenge on the Mario Brothers. John Goodman is Koopa and the movie's <laughs> called Koopa. Now, wait a minute. Did you uh, come up with this? I wrote all these, yes. <laughs> I would want to watch that movie. Right? Reboot it. Yeah. And like the Mario Bros are up to some shady stuff. I know, right? You know what I mean? The would- plumbing's a front. They're just getting coins from everywhere. <laughs> You know, this is just money laundering. It feels like it just it. in plain, right? plain sight. Yeah. Anyways, so coming to theaters this fall. <laughs> um, this is a Wolf of Wall Street style movie in which we discover the origin of Bikini Bottom's wealthiest small oh. business owner. If you thought all that money came from burgers, you're going to want to sit down. Danny DeVito is crabs. Oh, my God. OK, so here's my <laughs> I would say boot it only because. Uh-huh. Um, recently, this was just so stupid. Andrew and I spent a whole day watching like uh, um, serial killer documentaries, uh-huh. and I was like, "Time to watch something lighter." And for some reason, this SpongeBob documentary popped up. It's like a series uh-huh. where a bunch of like celebrities came on and did like a sp- documentary style like retelling of SpongeBob episodes. And it was funny for about five minutes, and then it got real old. Huh. I was like, "Okay, time wow. to turn it off." No. Yeah. Sorry. That's, that's the only reason why I would say Mr. Krabs. Boot. Not interested. Okay. <laughs> this is the rags to riches story of Gail, the woman who opened the door to an SUV for Lady Gaga in the smash hit A Star is Born and simultaneously opened the door to our hearts. Gail is Gail. Obviously, that one's a reboot. Also, what I found out was this woman, this actress who played Gail, uh-huh. she's from like 20 minutes away from here. She's from Lenox, Massachusetts. Let's go meet her. She's from right there. Knock on her door. Yeah, I Hello. know. Hello. Do you have her address? It. No, I don't. The article <laughs> declined. They said we're not going to out her public information. I'm information upset. Like that. I wanted to meet Gail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, Alex. Okay, I, I, have, I have one more. Okay, okay, okay. This is the rise of Old Man Jenkins, a generic Scooby-Doo villain who's trying to expose Mystery Inc. for the monstrous automated corporation they've become. This is Jenkins. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He just runs a mask factory and he's just trying to stay in business. Ugh, how you know? rude of them to I know. just like keep. Mystery Inc. hates small business. It's a very <laughs> small business versus big business kind of film. And you wouldn't expect that, you know? I only say boot because I think we've killed Scooby-Doo today. Oh, I, I agree. I think yeah. the only thing we should ever continue to do is those live action movies. <laughs> I thought those were so good. I've never seen it. Oh my God. I know, do I Do yourself need to. a favor and just... You know, and then yeah. watch it. Okay. It's so good. Yeah. I don't know about the second one. I don't know if the second one holds up. We'll have a day where I sit in one room and uh-huh. I watch Scooby-Doo and you sit in the other room and you watch the Royal, the Royal Tannenbaums, Tannenbaums and then we'll meet back up and mm-hmm. be like, okay, yes or no. We'll just yell our thoughts at each other about <laughs> the movies we watched at the same time. Yeah, I agree. It's going to go really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Thank you. Well, uh-huh. that was Boot It or Reboot It. Yeah. So we Pick boot- me up, Netflix. It Let's go. It was two out of four. Thanks. We I did our best. That. Thank yeah. you. I wrote them on the couch. I did my best. <laughs> they were great. I loved I that. I was like, I bet Mr. Krabs is up to something. 
<laughs> you know? Actually, I might watch that one. Yeah. I don't know. Right? If it was it's like, like a Wolf special. of Wall Street and he's doing like cocaine off yeah. of a seashell. Yeah. I don't know if I could watch a full movie about it. Yeah. Because I mean, the only reason I watch SpongeBob now is to literally quote it back verbatim. <laughs> to just get, to parrot the TV. <laughs> I know. That's what I do. Yeah. What's wrong with me? Where, uh, I mean, at work, we've just kind of been quoting SpongeBob back and yeah, forth. How could you I've not? discovered the people who are rotted like me mm-hmm. in the brain. Mm-hmm. And so I just, all day, it's, totally, totally, you know? That's literally, that's little. what I would do if I had coworkers that I work directly with, but mm-hmm. I'm by myself for the most part. So I'm just like quoting SpongeBob because quotes to myself. Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> pizza. Literally in my head, I'm like, yeah. Yeah. So cute. <laughs> nice. I yeah. loved that game. Thank you. You really uh, did a good job. Thank you. There. I did it. I done did it. I'm so proud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of lists of movies and lists of things. We love a list. We love a good list. Aaron, you've been talking about this to me for like a week or two now, or maybe longer than that. It's possible. No, it's just been a week, I think. Mm -hmm. Anyway, (laughs) you brought up the idea of making a podcast playlist. Yeah, yeah. So about it. I just like the idea of bringing songs to the table that are important to us right and kind of just building this playlist uh through spotify i would assume okay that's what i use i don't know what mm-hmm. you she's an avid apple music listener folks no i love spotify no, apple music is garbage yeah andrew uses apple music and oh i'm like God. why are we dating yeah it's time to leave <laughs> um so yeah i just kind of want to like uh bring things you know like have a conversation about like what music is important to us yeah. and why now, I think this is such a cool idea. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things we could do is stick to like, to make it easier for us yeah. for episodes mm-hmm. is the reason why it's important or like the arrow of it being important. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. what do you think for me today? I don't know why, uh-huh. but my head is going towards like songs that were important to us and still are when we were like teenagers. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Or things okay. like that, of that nature. Yeah, for sure. That's my thought. Okay. Do you have one in mind that you can like yes. pitch to me? Yes. Go for it. When I was a kid, when I was like 15 This is the or official 16, first entry. You're welcome. Of the playlist. Um, I was obsessed with Lily Allen. Her Ooh. whole mood with her dresses yes, and her sneakers. For certain. She was from London and she didn't give a fuck. Uh-huh. I was like, you're so cool. She, um, yeah, when her song Smile came out, that whole mm-hmm. that whole vibe, first of all, still a mood. Every yeah. time I listen to it now, I'm like, oh, yes, I'm right back there. Yeah. And um, that music video where she's like, I'm going to poison my boyfriend who's cheating on me. I don't know. She was just. Yes. She's a vibe. I love her. Yeah. So my vote for song on the playlist is Smile by Lily Allen. Wow. An incredible addition. Lily Allen now has one entry I love on the podcast. I know, and I'm probably playlist. much more. She's very important. Yeah. Should I write these down? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just so okay. that we can remember to add them later. I don't think we're going to make it public until we have a couple in. Yeah, you don't having want a playlist, a playlist with, with one song. With, yeah, <laughs> two songs for some reason. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so given the criteria yeah. of songs that were important to me then and are important to me now. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm so ready. I'm, I, I, here's the thing. The, the song that was... that. The song that was important to me then and is important to me now didn't come out then. It's from it's an older song. Oh, that does, that's okay. Okay, because it's kind of been important to me throughout my whole life, Ugh. and I haven't. I I've only really had like one or two instances where I've ever like 
felt the feelings of this song. Okay. Um, but it's this. it's You Oughta Know by Alanis Morissette. <gasps> I think it's one of the best songs, one of the most you, important you. songs ever written. Um, I agree. Ever, ever written or recorded. Every time I listen to it, all I can see is Uncle Jesse from Full House. <gasps> Why? Why? Okay. <laughs> Wait, it's not Uncle Jesse. It's Uncle Joey. Sorry. It's the comedian. It's not John Stamos. He's never done anything wrong ever. You're right. I. It's been a long time since You're right. I've seen I understand. Full House. Um, um, but yeah, that song to me is just like, wow, she really did that. Yeah, she that really did whole that. song, she angry. And I hear it. You know what I mean? I'm uh-huh. like, I listen to that song and I'm like, yes, bitch. I want, yeah. It's just noises at first. Yeah. And <laughs> I, everything by Alanis Morissette should yeah. be on his playlist. That song like, was on um, Rock Band at one point. Oh, really? And I just remember I had a mic stand. I had a guitar. I was just <laughs> feeling myself. I can picture Because I'm here. I tell mine. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. We can't do this again. We, no, we don't we, have We the, swore we don't off of rights. singing on the I podcast. I know. We got cease and desists. <laughs> yeah, sis. And the Broadway recordings of You Ought to Know. Wait, what? Because Jagged Little Pill, the musical, the oh, Alanis Morissette musical, I is terrific. About yeah, I haven't seen. I've just heard the. I've looked up videos and I've seen the music, but okay. Um, my family saw it. They said it was amazing. Wow, I want to see it. I know we need to go. Um, let's go. Okay. Uh, that album actually is rel- like my. I grew up listening to that every song on album. that. Still rips. Head oh, over feet bop. is so good. Yes. Um, a hand in my pocket is so I good. I love that song. They're so good. Yeah, I didn't realize how much of a big fan I was of Alanis. I know, Morrison. and I've had her. I just like I've been like you know like, kind of like putting songs on this pl- my work my drive in playlist uh-huh. just like throughout the day whatever I whatever I listen to and I was like oh it's like that whole album is on here <laughs> at yeah. some point. She's definitely a mood. Like I have to be in a certain headspace to be mm-hmm. listening to her. Yeah, but anytime I am, she like hits the spot. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean, yeah. Good yeah. choice. Good choice. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. So we have our first two entries, and I think Ooh. they're. Um, a great mark of things to come. Yeah. I think so. Oh, it's going to be so fun. I know. Yeah, we'll let you guys know when it's like up and live. And yeah. like we said, we're going to get it a couple of a couple of songs in before we make it public. Right, right, right. And we'll pick a theme so for fun. next week and we'll come up with another one. And our idea is for it to be eventually like an interactive playlist. Yeah, collaborative. How fun is that? I love it. <laughs> you better love it. You better love it. Anyway. How can you not? There's six minutes of great material. I mean, Ooh. look at the material. Um, Do you want to briefly update everybody on the... Horrific events of, from our mom uh, today. Not, uh, not Christine. Not Christine. She's hopefully no. fine. She's, How is yeah, Christine? I think she's fine. Hi, Christine. She's double vaxxed, she's baby. No, she's fully vaccinated. Uh, anyway. Yes. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Okay, so I've had these Chromatica Oreos in my house <laughs> for a long time, right? Since they came out, and I'm like, we're going to eat them. Heck yeah. And then today... Uh-oh. I turn on the news, I open my phone, and apparently Lady Gaga's dog walker was shot four times. She's okay. They're okay. I don't know their gender. I just assumed it was a woman. Yeah. Let's assume that they're gender neutral. Absolutely. So they got shot four times. Two out of the three dogs got stolen. I know. And Lady Gaga asked, she said, $50,000, no questions asked. And I think there's a couple questions to ask. I am hurt for her because, first of all, I didn't know she had three dogs. but Three, Three Frenchies. Uh, I know those I, are expensive dogs. I, I withheld that from you. Yeah, <laughs> I know. They're... Frenchies have a special place in my I heart. I know. Um, I had to babysit one for six months, and mm. it was it was a rough pie. rough time in my life. But she was <laughs> she was a beacon of light. Yeah, that's true. Even though she peed all over the house. Um. Anyway, um, my heart breaks and aches for Lady Gaga because we don't know if those puppy dogs are coming back. But hopefully they're chipped, right? 
I would assume. I would assume. It would end up in the system somewhere and get yeah. scanned. Ship your dogs, y'all. I wish it was a system where it was like, find your iPhone, like satellite. It should be. I know. Why it's not? Just, I don't know. Because in, in the law, dogs are property. Yeah. Yeah. Both Watch my, me wrap an Apple Watch around my dog. I know, right? Both Never my kitty my cats dog. are chipped, but um, it's it's only if somebody brings them in and they get scanned. And they're like, oh, this person owns this right. animal. No, it should definitely be just like a boop. boop. Yeah, where can I find radar? Yeah, where is my cat? Yeah, oh, find it's my under cat. my couch. Got it. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Who'd have thunk? So I hope she's okay. I think she'll be mentally. okay. Yeah, that's terrifying. Ugh. How do you get shot four times in the chest and live? I'm like, you better actually I so. work. I think that that person was just already wearing uh, bulletproof yeah, vest. Yeah, ready. Ready to go. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> the gritty under, you know, the story, the origin story of Lady Gaga's dog walker. Yeah. I- <laughs> she was 65. She's going to retire tomorrow. She's oh going to not get too old for this shit. Yeah. Do you think that she sued? <laughs> I don't think know. she has insurance? Dog walker I insurance? would assume... <laughs> I would assume. Just get gets a Who huge knows? payout. Maybe it was a setup. Maybe the dog workers <gasps> like you shoot me. Uh huh. I just was like, dogs. wait a minute. This is so we can get fifty thousand dollars from yeah. Gaga. And she rips that mask off. It was Gail the whole time. <laughs> she <laughs> said, "Right this way, Hallie." Damn it, Gail. Yeah. I knew it was Gail. Yeah, it was always gonna be. Well, she lives nearby, so she does. Let's go talk to her. She had all the motive. Do you have anything to do with the, all the availability the oh my God. of all the availability? Oh my god Full availability Yeah uh, So thoughts Thoughts and prayers <laughs> Help her Yeah um, Cool I'm glad we talked about that Yeah Poor Gaga Are we Gonna take a break Yeah we're gonna take a break And cool. you're gonna hear Aaron Tell you guys about a A, a, a product Don't skip it Cause that makes me mad <laughs> <laughs> um, And then we'll be right back To talk about something spicy Oh <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it's Allie. Before we jump into the second half of the podcast, I just wanted to state a disclaimer that in this next part, we touch upon some issues regarding race and racism, which some listeners may be sensitive to. If these types of topics upset you, this may not be the episode for you. That being said, let's get on with the show. Uh, you've been you've been texting me about this for a few weeks. You've been ready to talk about it. You want to like, you just you yeah. you've had a fascination about this as have I because it's like a weird kind of cultural moment sure. right now. Yeah. Um. Tell me about it. It's topical. Tell me heck. about your mix. So okay, this hasn't been this isn't a new conversation at all. But uh, at February 11th at 3:20 in the morning, mm-hmm. it was really like one Prime in the morning. Time. I spent two hours researching this after the one in the morning thing happened. But I went mm-hmm. on. Facebook and it was so yeah I wrote uh, this morning 1:30 I woke up and I was out to get some water and I was on Facebook and a family member had commented on an article that upset me and it, it I'm not gonna say who the family member was say it their names matter. doesn't matter say their first middle and last <laughs> names give us their address um but they posted this thing about it was about Aunt Jemima. Mm-hmm. And it was an article about how they were finally decided, the company finally decided that they were going to change the name. Ignore my cat. He's very rude. I will not. Um, they were finally going to change the name of the company mm-hmm. from Aunt Jemima to Milling something or other. It's not catchy. It's Whatever like the, it is. Something Milling Company. Yes, which is what its original name was. They're yeah. going back to that. Cool. 
Um, Otherwise, the packaging is all the same. Right. It's red and yellow. Yes, the font is the same. Right, exactly. There's just no face of Aunt Jemima. Right. Um, the person who commented on this post that they were talking about was saying, hate how they're doing this. Their fam- The family of Aunt Jemima even said that they didn't want to erase or they, they were upset and that you know, this was important to them because it, it's a, you know, whatever they wanted her to be right. on there. And at first I found myself being angry and wanting to just like learn this person a thing and type out a big yeah. old thing publicly and tell them. And I stopped myself and I was like, hold on a second. I don't know enough about this to be yelling at this person. Right. I need to educate myself. How first. powerful. Well, because it's important, first of all, especially since this is an issue that has to do with racism and race and right. i am a white person correct and the person saying this Can is a white confirm. person yeah. yeah so the last thing i wanted to do was regurgitate some bullshit that meant nothing mm-hmm. um i wanted to be like you know what i'm mad that they're they're defending this decision on the company's mm-hmm. end because it is more positive mm-hmm. um, i'm just taking notes on things i want to bring up but i want you to finish your thought absolutely thank you um uh but i wanted to make sure that i had all the information first um, so yeah, in, in, I realized that the reason, the whole reason why this change, this company has decided to start changing the, the beginning of the concept was when the George Floyd thing happened. Right. That was when all of the companies, people started calling out these companies for kind of upholding these like racist ideals. Um, and a lot of people are, they come to say, well, why is Aunt Jemima racist? I don't understand. Like, mm-hmm. this is just a company. Like, that woman represented this company. It was her company. She started it, whatever, whatever, whatever. And that's not the case. The company, the brand, did a great job early on making people think, making consumers think that this was a real person. Yeah. Um. I mean, it, it, you know, they went so far as to create characters like her, her husband, really early on, her husband and her kids, and they gave them names yeah. and how she was like, oh, Barbie's she's, got a husband too. <laughs> she's this woman, and she, she created this pancake recipe, and she serves it to her family, and she's famous for it, and we've made it in a ready-to-go, just add water yeah. box. But that's not the story. That's not really this. This is a company made by white men, who, you know, used this caricature, this like old mammy like right. min- minstrel song character right and to... so for the people who aren't aware a mammy is like a a trope yes. or a certain like character profile where it's typically like a larger black woman yes who plays like you know and uh she plays like a nothing character where she just kind of like does these these black isms mm-hmm. and you know it's it's a it's an appropriation you know yeah but go on yeah, it was a black slave woman stereotype. That was right. like what it is. This woman worked in a home. She had a kerchief on her head. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was always overdrawn, like completely characterized up. It's the character itself is rooted from a racist point of view. Mm. And the the argument, the present day argument was, okay, well, that was a real person that the caricature is currently based on. So why can't those families have that? And first I was like that doesn't make any sense to me so when I googled it I found out that there are present day families of women who portrayed this Aunt Jemima character 
that have spoken out against the company changing. Mm -hmm. And what I found out was, because at first I was like, that that's not real. That person is not real. I found out that there were at least four different women that stood in as like uh, almost like a mascot for the company. Mm-hmm. And their likeness was used in the packaging. Um, it started out in 1893 with Nancy Green at the Chicago World Fair. She did it for 33 years. She was the face of this pancake mix company. Got you. I mean, this company had been around, or I'm sorry, I, I, she was the she was the Aunt Jemima logo person, the caricature. Right, okay. Um, before, it was based on her likeness. Yeah, before okay. the pancake company. Mm-hmm. So like, Aunt Jemima was used in other places other than the pancake company before it was created. Okay. But the company kind of took on that caricature and kept it going. It's like... Um... It's like Santa Claus with Coca-Cola. Yes. It was used to sell other things other than just right. the pancake mix. Okay. Um, yeah. Any like Southern type thing where it was like, it's as easy as this. She did it and she came it's up with Uncle it. Ben. It's easy. Look how exactly Uncle Ben. You it's know. exactly the same thing. Um, that was another thing I was going to bring up. That's mm-hmm. perfect. Um, so she did that for 33 years until her death. And then there was nobody for a, a decade. Um to be Aunt Jemima. And then they found Anna Robinson and she, she was, uh, she only did it for a few years, but she was a, she was a huge impact. Like people knew her face. She was also at the world, the 1933 world's fair. And she did it from 1933 to 1935, mm-hmm. but she, they made a big impact there. That was like the Aunt Jemima face mm-hmm. uh, in that, in that time period. And it was for a while. Um, after her was Anna short Harrington, and she did it for a long time too, 1935 to 1958, I think that says, 1955, sorry. Um, and now she's important because the present day Aunt Jemima face that we see mm-hmm. is her youngest daughter, okay, Olivia Hunter. Now, that's a long time to be the face of Absolutely. Aunt Jemima, especially since right now those are the faces that we associate um, you know, Anna Short Harrington's great great grand uh, grandson actually decided to. Um, there was a lawsuit against the company for wanting to get rid of um, the likeness mm-hmm. of their grandmother or great grandmother. Sorry. Yeah. Um, and I thought this was really interesting because we know that the Aunt Jemima character is based in this kind of like racist right overtone like it's it's people so you're saying that those families wanted they were like we want our like my my mother or grandmother's likeness to be used and that you're removing it is problematic to me it was problematic to them because they believed this was what they said i personally think that it was a money thing Mm -hmm. because they did gain money off of this um they were saying you're erasing history she that was her job for this amount of time and she made money off of it and it was a good work it was good work for her at the time especially given her circumstances and yeah everything i'm like that's fine but do we have to uphold that now no it was her right to monetize off of her minority status sure it's her right i was just, it's so funny that you're talking about it in this way because i was just there's a there's a drag race queen this season who is um a born female Assigned okay. female at birth. Interesting. And has transitioned into being a man and is now on Drag Race. Oh. And they created this merch. It's based off of this famous um, t-shirt that was like, um, 
what's her name? Uh, Vivian Westwood made this T-shirt that was just a woman's cleavage. cleavage okay. Right. And so Got Mick, this trans queen, created the same T-shirt with her, uh, his, I'm sorry, top scars, top surgery scars. And people were saying that the fact that he is monetizing himself is fine, but the fact that he's monetizing like other people's struggles is not fine. You know, mm-hmm. the idea that the Jemimas are okay with this, or you know, I say the Jemimas because I just, there was a lot of names and I can't sure. remember, but that doesn't speak for all the other people who it's damaging to see like an antebellum South figure. Exactly. It's similar to um, Song of the South. Mm-hmm. You know, if you know anything about Song of the South, it's that Disney movie that was essentially like, it was it was not during slave times that it took place. It was right after. Right. And essentially the, all the black characters were kind of saying like, well, things down here are pretty good now. And they really weren't still. They were still kind of like staying on the plantations where they were, where they were, you know, enslaved before. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, I understand that these people are saying that they're not offended that their family member is being used to sell a product. Mm-hmm. But that's, it's, I, I think it's deeper than that for a lot of people who are yeah. still like, oh, this, this stereotype is selling a product. Right. And it, and it's more telling that more so many people are so comfortable with that stereotype that they don't care that it makes other people uncomfortable. Yeah, it's become very ingrained in our culture for that to just be accepted. And I think that that's what people want to shake up is that we don't have to continue accepting this, like, you know, mm-hmm. this stereotype that's just been in our lives. It's just something that we've become so comfortable with. Like you said, Uncle Ben's, those types of things, like, don't yeah. need to be continued, even though they just they I have mean, existed. They talk about renaming the Washington Redskins once a year. It still has not happened. I know. I think I've always seen them referred to as the football team from Washington because nobody wants to write that horrible slur. Right. You know, so like uh, it's something that and it's just it's these generations that are like, but I like what it was called. And it's like, okay, it doesn't change who's running the Washington football team. It doesn't change the mixture of grains and chemicals in that box of pancake mix. You know, it doesn't change any of that. Yeah. And so it's kind of like. Oh my God, give it a break. So when I was looking this up, this was only being discussed negatively, the Aunt Jemima change of the company mm-hmm. on subreddit, conservative subreddits like r slash conservative, r slash business, r slash news. These are just like very like conservative. And what was the other one? Um, I forget. Anyway, um, they kept talking about virtue sig- signaling i wrote that down yeah i wrote down virtue signaling when yes. you said that um and just for because i had a, i wanted to look up the definition of this was uh-huh. virtue signaling is a noun and it's the action or practice of publicly expressing opinions or sentiments intended to demonstrate one's good character or the moral correctness of one's position on a particular issue right um the other thing that people kept writing was get woke go broke yeah And I was like, wow, that's really interesting. So that, I wanted to also just say from just like my own perspective that we are two white people talking about this conversation. Absolutely. And we are by no means speaking for anybody within this race who has a say in this. Um, I think we're just thinking about it from our perspective as, um, you know, people who grew up with this in our lives and knowing it was there. I mean, we, my family used to buy Aunt Jemima pancakes. That's yeah. really my only relevance to this. Yeah. Um, I don't have a say in this, whether it happens or not. And nobody really does. But um, I thought it was just such an interesting topic. And 
the the disconnect of people and the ignorance that comes out of stuff like this like all it it took me two hours to look this stuff up Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like it doesn't take a long time to just become educated but people just decide what they want and then they just continue instead of being more proactive about like right how we can be more thoughtful right yeah so like i i totally agree and it's a lot of like the virtue signaling stuff is like when something gets trending mm-hmm. everybody's just got to issue a statement right as if they have thousands I'm of the, followers i'm the good one right i have a good thing to say and it's kind of like a mm-hmm. we were a biscuit bisquick family uh, so like oh we did too you know we did too. and be all them gross syrups taste gross they corn syrup you need to grow up i bought one you're so nasty i did only you're because so nasty. only because i was like i want to have oh and i'll show it to you yeah they if you go to the grocery store right now uh-huh. and which is i'll be right back <laughs> it is uh february 25th i went maybe a week or two ago to try to see if they had antremima pancake mm-hmm. mix and syrup the syrups, you can no longer get them with her face on it. I couldn't find a single one. The, oh, I'm sorry. That's not true. The only one I found was the bulk syrup, which I'm like, who's buying that? Who's buying Ew, the bulk no. version of yeah. the syrup? The boxes, the ones that are like buttermilk or complete, uh-huh. still had her face on them. But yeah. the regular still plain running old through boxes, some old inventory. missing her face. Yeah, I've been to some stores recently where it's it's the it's the new brand. Oh, really? I haven't yeah. seen the new brand I've seen yet. the new brand in person, and it wow. was like... Oh, it's it's off it really putting. happened, but um, it says like it still says like same great taste as Aunt Jemima like on the front. What's the point of putting that? Yeah, I don't. Remember. Maybe it didn't say Aunt Jemima. Maybe I filled that in. I'm gonna find a picture of it because okay, I feel like they did. It was really small, but it was like we're just Aunt Jemima. Yeah, <laughs> and I put a couple of points to consider, and I wrote, "Will this company go out of business? Rebranding this strong, less inviting, and familiar connotation, strong controversy, controversy." Losing a client base that we're opposed to change. So those are my thoughts. Like, will this be enough to put this company out of business? Are people going to? It buy? still says it on the box. Wow, it really same does. great taste as Aunt Jemima. It says. Don't it on worry. The box. What's the point of it putting still that? Still tastes racist. Don't sweat it. Yeah. What's the point of putting that if you were trying to change the brand? Yeah. That's interesting. That's an interesting choice. Here's what my choice would have been for the okay, rebrand. Tell me. There is this Geico commercial right now mm-hmm. where this couple is sitting in their house and they're like, "The new house is great. Geico made it super easy to set up, but." We have one problem with the house. We have ants, right? And it's these aunts, people's aunts, going through the fridge, like, expired, expired. And just like, but it gets drafty in here in the winter, just being an aunt. And I think they should have just leaned hard into that. Been like, it's somebody's, it's a different aunt every time on the box, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Like how they kept changing up the kernel. Mm -hmm. Do that. Let anybody play the aunt, you know? Maybe don't call her Aunt Jemima. Maybe she's just the aunt now. I know. Well, that's the other thing is um, when I'm researching it, apparently saying aunt anybody, that's in that's got a racist background too. Really, like calling someone like an, your your aunt Jemima. Yeah, it's very um. Got you, like yeah. mammy culture. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Saying like uncle or aunt, like Uncle Ben's rice. It's the same exact yeah, thing. Uncle it was Tom. like that's what you called your yeah. like live-in slave. You know what I mean? Damn, Just, everything in this country is like dark and really scary right like we need to know the backgrounds of these things so that we can be more conscious of what we're doing you know what i mean absolutely I mean, the choices were made decisions were made and it's just been this we've upheld this this brand for too long yeah to where the point where it's like how much damage have we done where we've just made this like okay and accepted and you know it's a benign thing like in that nobody's lives were lost because mm-hmm. of Aunt Jemima. It's not something that sparked like international protest and like 
that were specifically no. related, you know? Yeah. So it's something that like innocuous enough that they could fix it easily mm-hmm. and just kind of move on. But I will don't, but will this disrupt the brand, do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I think honestly, when it comes to people buying mix in a box, I, I think know. it comes to price. Yeah. And I think if they can beat out the other people, maybe they can stay alive. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like I mean, Bisquick doesn't have a cute, lovable character, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. The other ones don't. I don't buy Peter Pan peanut butter because I like Peter Pan. I buy Skippy because Peter Pan tastes like gross. And I love Derek Jeter. Yeah. And I love... <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an outdated... I love Derek That's Jeter. an outdated person to be associating yeah. with peanut butter. But yeah. when I was a kid, he Really? Was... He was on the package or something? Oh, my God. He was the brand of Skippy peanut recall. butter. Yeah, I don't recall. Yeah, because they used to... That's his, I think it's his nickname is Skippy. Oh. Yeah. And my sister used to have a life-size cutout of Derek Jeter holding a <laughs> I got to go. Jar. I got to go. My sister, shout out to Lily, had a Corbin Blue cutout in her room. Good for her. Corbin Blue of High School Musical fame. Oh my god, is that Corbin Blue from Jump In? It's from, <laughs> from Jump In. Um anyway, um another point I made. Okay, so I had a couple more points. Did this ready-made pancake mix company change the meaning of Aunt Jemima for the 21st century? Where and when does the brand logo that represents pancakes stop representing the black mammy stereotype and slavery in America? And does that happen? You know, like... No, I don't. I don't think it does. You'd have to, like... I mean... That's the rewriting history. People are like, you're trying to rewrite history. Right. Rewriting history would be saying... No, Aunt Jemima's fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine to look at her and use her to sell products. Right. That's rewriting history. The history is that people suffered mm-hmm. and died. Mm-hmm. You know, like we did that to people. It's more, I think in this context, I think it's more of like a social thing where it's like we see her as lesser. Oh, she's a, she's a way to sell pancakes. Mm. This is a caricature of like, yeah, slavery. That's like the underlying, the undertones, you know, like you get some notes of whatever yeah. in your coffee. Yeah, that's what's happening here is that's, oh, at the bottom line, baseline, this is racist. And then we're right. dealing with what what this is doing on a societal level with, with what we're able to accept and what we're not. And we're just full on accepting the fact that this caricature is just on a package. And it's been there and it's people are mad that it's being removed. Like, what does that, first of all, what does that have to do with you? Um, just, yeah. just buy whatever you want. Um, I wrote at the end, why are the fuck are we still eating this garbage anyway? This is ready made pancakes. Oh my mix. God. That was going to be my final note yeah. was like <laughs> this, making pancakes from scratch. Ain't that much different. It's all powders. That. I wrote that. I said, the syrup is literally dyed glucose syrup. Go out and buy maple syrup from someone who taps Ugh. trees and cooks it themselves. It's worth it. It doesn't come out like flubber. And making pancakes from scratch is so easy. You Ugh. have the ingredients Tell in your me about pantry it. already. Tell me about it. Yeah. If you're upset about Aunt Jemima and what she embodied for you as a little old lady who was making pancakes pancakes yeah. go make yourself some fucking pancakes from scratch <laughs> stop opening boxes it's so easy you know or yeah, get that bisquick thing that comes you just shake it with the water and then you just pour it right out is bisquick less problematic or are we just can like, you think are you pancakes? here to drag bisquick <laughs> i mean here's the thing yeah. bisquick is clear in that it says we've got other purposes mama That's you can make true. cookies you can, you can make, make anything biscuits. you want you can make anything exactly. yeah they're not they're not exclusively pancakes right I think they really pigeonholed themselves, you know? That's that's fair. And uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think the great takeaway is y'all care too much about this. If mm-hmm. you're like upset that they're removing something that could be like perceived as harmful to somebody else and you're upset that your pancake box is changing ever so slightly. Yeah. Like I know. Grow up. I know. 
I, I made a point to write down the ingredients of the syrup because it's horrifying. Can't wait. Can't wait. Um, and then I wrote a sub point to it. So ingredients, corn syrup, high fructose corn syrup, water, cellulose gum, caramel color, salt, natural and artificial flavor, sodium benzoate, benzoate and sorbic acid preservatives, sodium hexametophosphate. I think I pronounced that right. I think you put a curse on all our houses. <laughs> Hooray. Um, I said, sub point, we are feeding into big corn by purchasing this product. <laughs> I mean, you guys, I I, I didn't grow up eating like, like real syrup, mm-hmm. you know? When Me I either. really like the realest syrup that I ever had was at Cracker Barrel <laughs> and it was realer. Okay. It was, I think it's real maple syrup. Okay. Cause it's runny. Yes. You know how like hot and runny. If you take that, that syrup out of the fridge. <laughs> I take that back. I didn't want to say that. Well, you did though. And it's permanently <laughs> on the episode and I'm going to make, t- keep talking about it so you can't edit the whole thing out. Um, that, when you go to squeeze that syrup out of that Mrs. Butterworth's, oh, is she next? I mean, oh, oh I didn't even think about her. Oh, the origin story next oh, of geez. Mrs. Butterworth. I think she's probably the next one to be changed up. Is she a person of color? Do we know that? I've only ever seen her as a... As a syrup. As a syrup, which <laughs> is a... I would call her a person of color then. <laughs> You're... I don't mean to laugh. I just... I know. This thought. Listen, if Mrs. Butterworth sold to... mayonnaise, you would not say that's a person of color. Wait, I'm trying to remember the commercials. Did they make her out to be she a like certain danced, way? She danced. And she sounded that's like she Angela had. Lansbury, to be honest. Oh. Well, that's how right. I remember her. She's a... She oh, sure is. I mean... That's right. how I remember her. Wow, Aunt Jemima, you're next. You, uh, Mrs. Butterworth. She's sweating. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So here's what else I wrote. Why is this important? <laughs> Why are we talking about? I said, channel this energy into police reform. Did George Floyd benefit from this at all? People are dying. Sharon. Right. Um, Sharon. Because, yeah, that was the whole reason this happened is because George Floyd um, was murdered. And everyone was like, hey, a lot of things are racist and mm-hmm. got to change and we want them right now. And that was, right. that was this effect was Aunt Jemima was like time to change our branding because mm-hmm. we want to make sure virtual signaling. We want people to know that we're the good guys. Right. And there's a lot of like recasting. Like I know with, with voice actors, a lot of voice yeah. actors who had previously played black characters on are big, now being recast yeah, on, big on big mouth on the Simpsons. It happened really? a lot. So like, yeah. And it's, you know, with, with voice actors in particular, it's kind of like, Typically, the rule of the trade is like you hire one person who can do three, 30 voices because yes. it's cheaper. Yeah, you know? exactly. But the time has come to like really like focus on what we, who we give a platform to to be a certain character. And why do we hire a white person instead of a black person when there are plenty of black voice actors totally. who would love the job? You yeah. know? So I think it's the same thing with this Aunt Jemima situation where it's kind of like we're going to remember this as a point in history when we like decide that we're not going to use racist imagery to sell products anymore absolutely you know like we are uh, we decided to make people a of color change. were not benefiting black people were not benefiting from Aunt Jemima. i know and like, that's they what... didn't get us like a stimulus cut right because they were you know and i think that's my bottom line is why it annoys me that people are defending it especially the families of the you know the descent de- you know descendants of the women who portrayed Aunt mm-hmm. Jemima was 
why why are you you're giving people as much as i understand that you have the right to have your opinion especially since it was your distant family mem- member mm-hmm. you're giving people fuel to make an excuse for why we should keep perpetuating this racist stereotype right. Right. which is a problem because that's that's people's main argument right and that's why this whole thing started that's why i got annoyed because everyone was like this person deserved to be on there she was a businesswoman i'm like no she wasn't well either way it's her prerogative Yes. To capitalize on her race as a person. Right. But what ended up happening was a bunch of white people for the giant corporation. I think it's General Mills. I don't know who owned who owned Aunt Jemima, the, the umbrella company. I'm sure yeah, they're owned by I'm a bigger sure. thing. Mm-hmm. It's those people that ultimately benefit the most. It's right. not Nancy Green. It's not all these other women who right. portrayed her. Right. It's their right and their their prerogative to do so if they pl- if they would like to do that. Yeah. But you know, for for it's it's why like movies about black people and black struggles should be directed and produced by black people right. so that they they portray it you know more earnestly obviously but so that they benefit from the story being told right yeah i think that's what it comes down to for me um the next thing i wrote was do we intentionally buy this brand to promote the idea of removing harmful black stereotypes from our modern society or do we not buy this brand to make a point it's a white-owned company. Why contribute to them anyway? Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, if anything, now, like, again, I don't buy pancake mix. I'm not really sweating it. I know. I but just, like, I mean, for just No, no, just general. the general. And I'm yeah. trying to think, like, I don't know if I bought pancake mix. Maybe I'd consider buying them more now. You would. Probably. I okay. mean, like, again, it comes down to cost. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that this is going to shake up what people were buying at all. Right. Like, is the, are people going to go out of their way to intentionally buy this product because the branding has changed? Yeah. Or is it just going to be like, all right, I wasn't buying that anyway, so it doesn't matter. Like, are And, and then are they going to lose people buying them because of the that, opposing That change? I feel like might happen. Yeah. You know, like people being like, well, they took my, my nostalgia from me, so I'm not buying them anymore. So right. instead of the company that they're nostalgic for not being any different. Mm-hmm. They're going to pick a new con- company that they're not nostalgic for, like Bisquick or Krusty's or whatever the next brand of pancake mix exactly. is. You know, they're going to pick something new, which defeat their, defeats their whole purpose. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, go off, I guess. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? Um, how do you make up for the years of purchasing Aunt Jemima bullshit? Vote with your wallet, put your money where your mouth is, and yeah. please stop talking. Um, I wrote a list down of black owned restaurants in the Hudson Valley because I thought that's way more important to me personally is like, who the fuck cares about this company at all? Mm -hmm. Um, what it's black history month. It's, it's February. Mm -hmm. We're coming to the end of it. Um, I thought I was amazed because Andrew would come home every day and tell me how they were trying to teach the kids it in school and none of them had any idea. None of them had any idea. And it's so hard. I mean, we don't do enough for this community to mm-hmm. be spreading what needs to be spread. Um, yeah. So I am going to make it a point. I have a ton of links to black owned restaurants in the Hudson Valley, specifically where you can get their fucking pancakes. Yeah. There's a ton of them. Yeah. Ton of places where you can get pancakes and support small businesses. So you know what? I'm going to put it up on our socials yes. and you can go and check it out. Link in bio. Yeah. As all the kids say. Heck yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So like just I think you're right. Vote you vote you vote with your vote mm-hmm. and you vote with your dollar mm-hmm. and you decide what gets funded and what doesn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't like you can't expect like well, I'm not buying it anymore. It's going to go away. 
yeah. you know, there are other people. But I also think everybody reserves the right to like change their mind once they're given new information. So yeah, like somebody absolutely. made a point about Aunt Jemima being kind of racist and you were like, oh shit, you're right. It is. I'm sorry I bought it all those years and I'm not going to do it anymore. Exactly. You know, I think we have to allow other people to apologize and move on. Totally. I, yeah. I love that we talked about this. Um, my Chinese food is calling me right wow. now. Wow. And that's going to be the <laughs> that on that. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll catch you next week. We sure will. And we'll talk about more spicy things. Spicy. spicy. All right. Bye, Bye friends. Bye.